All right, guys, how are we doing? This is Ouch My 30s and your host, Val Culpepper, talking to you about the generation or the decade that no one prepared us for. Uh, and now more than ever, does that seem salient and apropos? Um, part of me wants to have like a theme for each episode. Another part of me just wants to kind of freely talk. But uh, I am parked in the garage once again. I uh, went to the supermarket we're pretty well stocked here at the uh, Culpepper compound, um, but I went through that 16-pack of White Claw like a uh, 45-year-old divorcee in Cabo San Lucas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a wine-drunk white woman. That's that's how I drink. We are having a good time. Woo! That is uh, the way that I approach drinking. But anyway, I popped one of the White Claw on my drive home because it's kind of this rural road between the supermarket and the house. And it's the small little rebellions that I think we need to cherish in these times. I was like, I'm not only like, I guess I was, I wasn't drunk driving, but I was literally drinking and driving. And I was, and it's not a road any like state trooper or cop is ever on. So I was just like, fuck you, society. This is my rebellion against the quarantine. But anyhow, um, back to the idea of whether or not I wanted these to be uh, uh, titular, have a theme, or just kind of rambling. Isolation. Because uh, I think, you know, obviously that's what we are all facing right now. California the other day just said everyone's going into a... Well, it's so funny because they have these like draconian uh, suggestives, uh, suggestions uh, to stay inside and like be obedient they're not saying it's martial law. They're not saying you have to stay inside, but they're like, yeah, listen, this is like the last suggestion we're going to give you guys to get it together before martial law. Um, and people, of course, are just not getting it and like they're still like playing basketball and shit in L.A. Uh, so they're on like quasi lockdown. New York State, I believe, just started the like per, like the you ought to stay at home no matter what. And if you're outside, not going to the supermarket, we'll give you a, a fine. So we're getting there, folks. So isolation is on the horizon. And I just want to talk about it as an expert in isolation. Because rather than reaching out to people when I have problems or uh, tumultuous situations in my, in my life, I shut down, close them off, and disappear. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one of my monikers, Ever the Outsider, that's not just because I think myself to be a cool loner. I genuinely hate interaction when I'm sad or unhappy or uncomfortable or in general. There are very few moments that I actually enjoy being around people. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a sprinter when it comes to social interaction. I can like smile, crack a few jokes for 15 minutes. And after that, I become chronically depressed and woefully miserable and want to die and be inside of a hole. Uh, so as an expert in isolation, I'm going to try to walk you guys through this because I have been isolated since I was born. Because I went to a really fancy private school on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, but grew up in the projects in Harlem, which gave me a very unique perspective on people. I hate them. And that dichotomy of having all my friends on like 81st Street on the Upper West Side and then living in Harlem just meant that I couldn't really go hang out with the people that I wanted to hang out with. And I was sort of rejected from the people that I lived around. So my room became my palace. On 147th and Linux, I remember my room vividly because it was my little kingdom, my little spoiled ass. My mom gave me everything, all right? Every video game system, every every toy, which may make you wonder, why is Duval such a pompous, arrogant, precocious bastard? It's like, well, because I was indulged 
at my every whim as a boy. So it's not lost upon me, but Hey, it's worked so far. Uh, so my room was this little, little safe haven from the scourge of loneliness around me. I had my Legos, I had my video game systems, I had my computer, I had my chat rooms, uh, and I just grew to be very comfortable, just left my own devices. So in a weird way, I've been preparing for this like global pandemic for 33 years and where everyone else is like, uh, you getting the itch? You, uh, you feeling uncomfortable to You know, yeah, Gab, it's been three days. I'm stuck in here. I'm like, uh, yeah, welcome to my daily existence. Um, yeah, now it would be nice to have the option to kind of interact with people, but it forces you to face yourself, you know, and every creative idea, every dream I've had, every aspiration I've ever come across has come from my loneliness. Cause let me say this, like I, I do, I like people, I like doing things, but it takes a long time to sort of pull the trigger on doing that. So I spent a lot of time planning and crafting the perfect experience in those bouts of solitude. And I would, cur- I would encourage you that if you're struggling with this loneliness, to, I know this is very obvious shit. It's just like, work on your project, start your knitting, read that book, uh, call a friend, call a, f- a loved one that you haven't talked to in a while. Fuck that. Just find that thing. Create your own little kingdom. Fuck the rest of the world. And I know some of you are in a really stressful place, whether it's like, you know, you got work or you got kids. Who the fuck told you to have kids? Um, or whatever the case may be. But if you can just find an hour to just like be 13, be 13 again, because that when I was 13 in my room on 147th and Lenox on the 24th floor where I couldn't go outside because it was this violent shootings and crackheads and it was just not, there was no outside. It was just my apartment building. Um, I played an online role-playing game called EverQuest and my, (laughs) my character's name was Mafar De La Ironheart. And I was this adventuring paladin, paladin knight. And I just created these worlds and interactions. And as a matter of fact, I'm now playing video games on PlayStation 4 with a guy in Canada who I started playing video games with in eighth grade. And we met each other finally like 10 years ago uh, or maybe like five years ago. But we, but we basically have known each other for uh, I was high school. Two, two, we've known each other for 20 years and met once in those 20 years, and, you know, we still chat and, like, catch up with each other, and he's, like, married and has a kid now, uh, but right back into it, we go back to our little virtual worlds of, you know, pretending we're playing an episode of the A-Team when we're playing Modern Warfare, so I don't know, uh, some of you are afraid of the isolation, but I genuinely think it's an opportunity, it's, I think it's, you know, barring, you know, medical calamity and like, you know, professional hardship and all that stuff, which I'm sensitive to. But if you have like some bullshit job or you can kind of like hang on for another couple of weeks or months or however this goes on, get into the darkness, man. Now the flip side of that. All right. So here's the flip side of the isolation. Sure. You can like make your projects and, uh, you know, do all that sort of creative shit. But then idle hands are the devil's playground, right? Uh, idle hands make the devil. Is that what it is? Uh, watching a lot of porn. And when I watch porn, it gets dark. Um, so, you know, slippery slope, you know, if you're not married, you know, if you're, uh, or, you know, you're not like with someone you can like bang on the regular, uh, you know, try to temper yourself, but that's the thing. So now I, I I go on more walks now, you know, there's a little forest behind the house that I always kind of look at being like, Oh, that's nice. But now I'm like, fuck that time to like get busy. And I'll say three days of doing this straight. I like feel good, not even, not just physically. I'm like, oh, I, I like look forward to my little walk. I uh, yeah, I don't know. 
So yeah, be careful of the, the other side of isolation, because if you're just going to drink and beat off, which is what I kind of normally do, um, you're going to have a bad time. But because I've kind of, me personally, I've been kind of like mentally prepared for this. Um, I, I, I know how to temper myself now. And now that I know that it's like going to be just only beating off and drinking heavily, I'm like, okay, well, we'll walk or go exercise, pick up a stick and do that kata from your Aikido class that you haven't done in a really long time. I don't know. I, I feel like a kid again, for, to be, to be honest with you, I feel well prepared for the apocalypse. Uh, in a lot of ways. But again, it's a, it's a tough time, I know, but isolation is not something to be feared. You know, I'm talking to all these people, all these friends of mine who are just like, yeah, I'm getting the itch. I'm getting the itch. Then fucking take a shot at tequila, grab a notepad and pen and make a list of all the shit you want to do in May or June or 2052 when this is all said and done. Cause already I'm like, I'm looking at my loafers I just bought from Colha. I'm like, I can't wait to wear those bad boys to Martha's Vineyard when I take a girl up there in my new Audi I'm going to lease. Okay, I'm making plans, baby. Fuck you, whatever. I'm not going to pretend that I'm like not doing okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Projects and porn. That's what coronavirus is about. Uh, and take your vitamins, you know. I've, I, I, honestly, I, this is the healthiest I've been amidst this health pandemic, I'm doing my vitamin D3, K2, uh, garlic, uh, what are we doing? Oregano oil in the morning, uh, vitamin C doing, I was doing lion's mane. It's just like, fuck, use it, man. This pause, I don't think people realize how much they needed a pause in their lives. You know, I think we all kind of had that sinking suspicion that like they were just on this, uh, trajectory at a high velocity that they had no hope of stopping. You know, there's just no, there's no stopping like work, 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 the next project, the next date, friends, blah, blah, blah. In this society, it's been so accelerated that we've all been looking for an emergency break. And in a dark way, this was that. So take the time to truly have no responsibilities other than, than what truly matters, which is probably your kids work and your family and you, your health, fuck those other things. I mean, yeah, take care of your kid. Don't fuck your kids. That's bad. Uh, and if you have a job, like do what you can. And if you're all, if you're one of my friends who work in the service industry and you got fucked, I know it's fucking horrible, but yo, like this is that time, you know, where, where there is crisis, there's an opportunity and people are just like, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna get investors to like develop some of the land on my property, blah, blah, blah. They're like, I don't know if there's going to be investors anymore. There's always going to be investors guys. Okay. There's a bunch of bankers sitting around being like, all right, so what are we going to do in quarter four to, you know, start planning. Because it ain't going to be shitty always, you know? I know we hate Trump and we want this apocalypse to happen to indict him, but it probably isn't going to work that way. So I've been talking for a while and I really want to drink this White Claw. Hold on. All right, I'll end on this. So I am living with my mom during this apocalypse, which is a whole nother story, but there's enough space for me to kind of like enjoy myself and like not really have to be bothered by her. But I told this... I told this bitch, <laughs> she said, the supermarket opens at 6 a.m. I'm going to go there to stock up. I said, no, you're not, woman over 60. I'm going to order it. I'm gonna, you, you can either deliver it or I like, do the curbside pickup. I text her. I'm like, mom, forget it. Like, I'll, just, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. She's like, okay. I, get, I wake up at 7 o'clock. She's coming to her groceries. I wanted to slap. I was like, what the fuck? I said stay home. So... 
That's the other thing. Us children become the adults. That's another topic, I guess. Uh, I, I, I was furious. I was like, what? I wanted to like, yell at my mom. I was like, the fuck are you doing? I said, stay your ass inside. That virus, I'm going to kill a motherfucker if they get you sick. God damn it, Diane. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Taking care of your parents, taking care of each other, taking care of ourselves. Taking care of that dick. God, I really do. I was like doing so good of like not, like I don't want to beat off. <laughs> I want to fuck. I want to like channel my energy. All right, maybe this is another topic. Uh, I know you guys are watching Weird Porn. We all do. Sick of, sick of pretending we don't. And if, and if you don't, like, I hate everyone, like, everyone's so precious. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out and just accept the darkness. Because we are entering dark times, guys. There's going to be a silver lining to all this. And we'll all, we'll all move on past coronavirus. And, like, there will be a better tomorrow. But I'm watching you guys. I know what you do when you're alone. The shadow knows. I know. Had one, I've had half a white claw and I'm already drunk. Um, <laughs> you know how it is, girls. You go on vacation, you have one white claw, one of the cabana boys looks at you the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, I hope you guys are hanging on. You know, it's going to be rough. But look at it this way. We're in March. It's going to be nice out and you won't be able to go outside to enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Um... Hey guys, this is Duval Culpepper. This is Ouch My 30s. Follow me on the internet at Ever the Outsider and uh, buy my book, How to Manage Your Girlfriend's White Guilt. Do all the things. Support me, support each other. And until next time, be careful.